1: The Lord is speaking to us on God's passion and compassion for His people. God's passion and compassion for you. Second Samuel nine three, the scripture that we are looking at. Is there still not someone of the house of Saul to whom I may show the kindness of God? What a great example to all the people who we were watching. Everybody was watching the king. Everybody was watching what the king would do. Everybody was watching what would the king do to this family. What would the king do to this family? Everybody was watching. And it was a great example that the king gave to everyone. Anybody that would do otherwise would be going against the culture that the king was setting in the land. It was a great example to everyone in the kingdom. Everybody knew what King Saul did to him. So he now publicly, publicly showed this kindness to the house that almost killed him to so the family that almost killed him it was to teach everybody God's kind of kindness let's see the kind of kindness david showed mephibosheth verses 6 to 8 second samuel chapter 9 verses 6 to 8 let's see the kind of kindness let's let's look more closely at this the kind of kindness that david showed mephibosheth 2 Samuel 9, 6-8 Now when Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, had come to David, he fell on his face and prostrated himself. Then David said, Mephibosheth. And he answered, here is your servant. Can you imagine? Somebody from the house of Saul who had been told he, he was still a baby, like four years old, when his grandfather died. But now he had grown. He must have heard all these stories. And he must have been told that <clears throat> nobody, the king must not know that you are alive. If he knows, he's going to kill you. Now somebody comes and calls him and says, the king wants to see you. He must be trembling. He must be trembling. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, I'm dead. He came like that to the house, of the, to, to the palace of the king. And the king said, Mephibosheth. He said, here he is your servant. Oh, He probably was already crying. Verse 7, so David said to him, Do not fear. Wow. What what a great word to hear. He came with fear. And the Lord said of the king, said, Do not fear. For I will surely show kindness for Jonathan your father's sake and will restore to you all the land of Saul your grandfather. And you shall eat bread at my table continually. Then he bowed himself and said, What is your servant uh, that you should look upon such a dead dog as I? Why did he call himself a dead dog? He looked down on himself. Not just looked down on himself. He was down. He was down. He had nothing. He couldn't come out. He was in hiding. He couldn't come out in the open. Not only that he couldn't come out because of fear... He couldn't come out because he had no legs. He was lame on both of his feet. As he was being carried out in the rush after his grandfather died, his nose dropped in and became lame in his legs. So this guy thought of himself as nobody. Ah, I'm nobody. For the king to call me, it's not because he wanted to do something good with me. He wanted to kill me. He counted himself dead. He counted himself, nobody. The people of God say, who am I? God has forgotten me. God pays no attention to me. And the Lord says, can a woman, can a mother forget, ignore a sucking baby, a baby in the breast? No, a woman would not forget, a mother would not forget a small baby that is laying on her chest. She can't forget that. And because a woman f- won't forget her, even if they forget, I won't forget you. Because they may forget, but I won't forget you. Mephibosheth counted himself as nobody of no value. But the king counted him as somebody, somebody of value, somebody to be recognized, somebody to be attended to. Is one thing to be recognized. is another thing to be acknowledged and it's another thing to be attended to. Amen. Did you hear that? It's one thing to be recognized. It's another thing to be acknowledged. It's an, there is another thing to be attended to. Somebody may recognize you. Oh, that's it. They recognize you. They see you. Oh, I know you. But when you are acknowledged, that's a step further. Amen. Then when they attend upon you. Huh? Come on. Come on. No do this, get this, give him this, whatever it is, something is done to you or for you. All of that is done for Mephibosheth. May you not just be recognized, may you be acknowledged, may you be attended to in the name of Jesus. Amen. May the Lord use you also to recognize those who feel unimportant, who feel insignificant. May the Lord use you to recognize them. And acknowledge them and attend to them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. You see, we can all use some compassion. And indeed, we can all dish out some compassion. We can all use some compassion, not just to use some compassion. We can all give some compassion. And it doesn't cost anything, really, to show compassion. You don't have to be rich to show compassion. Even just your hand alone. Your fingers can express compassion, can give help to somebody in need. Now, some people need a lot of compassion. If you don't remember anything else that we're talking about today, some people need a lot of compassion, not just some compassion. A lot of compassion. And by divine principle, we are instructed to give more attention to those who are in need. The weak, the poor, the disadvantaged, the marginalized, the less privileged ones. By divine principle, we are instructed to give more attention to those. 1 Corinthians 12, 22-24, New King James Version says, No, much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. Are you listening? No, much rather, those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we bestow greater honor. On this we should bestow greater honor. That's what he says. We should bestow greater honor and our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. Verse 24 now says, but our presentable parts have no need. Our, there are parts of our body, parts of people in our lives, parts of people in our families that they have no need. Some of us don't have much need. But some other people have what? A lot of needs. A lot of help. And it says, but God composed the body, having given greater honor. God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it. Did you see that? Let's read it in New Living Translation. Maybe you'll get a better understanding of it. It says, in fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen. Verse 24 says, why the more honorable part do not require this special care, so God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. Amen. Sometimes in life, I mean, this happens all the time, not just sometimes. In families, in the lives of your children, or maybe even in your life, you know, growing up, you have experienced this. Some require, some children require a lot of care. Amen. A lot of help. Some require a lot of help with their homework. Some, they don't require much help. They just do it on their own. You know? Now, it will not be wise for you to begin to give attention to the one that does not require help. Hmm? It's wise. It's appropriate for you to give all the, all the care that the one that requires help needs. Even the body. That's the way the Lord has set the body in place. And the Lord wants us to recognize it and to do it in our lives. And he wants us to know that if we feel insignificant, if we feel weak, at any point, at any time in our lives, um, you feel done, the Lord is sensitive to your feelings. He's sensitive to your position, sensitive to you, and he wants to Pay attention to you. In fact, he will leave others to pay attention to you. He will hear your voice before he hears the voice of others because they don't require such attention at that time. Amen. God's passion and compassion for you. Lamentations three twenty-two to twenty-three. Lamentations three twenty-two to twenty-three. God's passion and compassion for you. Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The compassions of the Lord. Do not fail. His compassions fail not. His compassions win. His compassions fail not. His compassions win. His compassions win over compulsion. His compassions win over oppression. Win over aggression. His compassions fail not. His compassions are enduring, continuing, continuous, eternal, everlasting. God does not stop being compassionate. His compassions fail not. His compassions do not stop. They continue and they are renewed. They are renewed. They are renewed. Oh, may you not fail. May you not stop being compassionate in the name of Jesus. No matter what or how your compassion is received. No matter how it feels. No matter if some don't. Recognize your compassion. Or even abuse your kindness. You won't stop being kind. In the name of Jesus. Lord, open our eyes to your kind of kindness. To your kind of compassion. And strengthen us to remain kind. To remain compassionate. Teach us your kind of kindness.
0: In Jesus name. Amen